right, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Play my music again. Yeah. Quickly, two things worth resetting on Jamal Adams. He's asked for a trade again, and inside that report, there is the news that with some teams he would not require uh, an extension immediately with in order to approve of the trade. So I think that's significant for the Cowboys. Do you Do you guys? Absolutely. Yep, for sure. I think that's a hint towards the Cowboys. I think that's like trying to push him towards the Cowboys. Do you guys think the Cowboys have a strong interest, a strong enough interest to actually bring this to fruition if if the Jets are talking right? How much do the Cowboys want to do this, you think? I think they want him. I mean, they've wanted him multiple times. That I don't know if they've ever confirmed on record, but everything we hear is that there's been multiple times where they've been interested in trying to trade from him, for him uh, and never been able to do it. So, I mean, I, I think it's realistic. I think it's realistic that Jamal Adams ends up a cowboy. Just a matter of when. Cost prohibitive, I believe. Yeah. That's the problem. I think that, yeah, we could we could talk a good game here, but really what are the Jets looking for? You know, are you, if you take a straight one for me right now, I'm all in. Let's yeah. do it. You know, but if you start talking about multiple ones and stuff like that, and then I've got to pay the guy and stuff, you know, eventually, that's those are all problems. You know? Quickly, two things that worth resetting the, on Jamal Adams. He's at- That was the good old Brian broadest of everything, man. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. My name is Law Nation, L-A-W. Let's go with it. All right, so <clears throat> with all that being said, man, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, my thing is with all of this, is we at times we listen to this news we hear the news we see the news we are part of the news we everything about the news and uh, we fail to realize the historical data shows that a lot of this stuff that they use the Dallas Cowboys as leverage let me repeat they use the Cowboys as leverage there's only been one person that put his money where his mouth at and said it's not about the coins. And a third of the Cowboy Nation don't even like him. They said he's soft. And that was Amari Cooper. Let me repeat, there's been only one person that said it's not about the coins. I would take less to play for the Dallas Cowboys. He left over $25 million on the table. And that was Amari Cooper. And a third of the Cowboys nation was like, nah, man, he's soft, bro. We can go get somebody else. Don't pay him the money. Don't pay him his dime. Don't pay him the bag. Don't give him the bag. Don't let him see the bag. Don't give him the paper. That's too much money for a person that can only play at home, you know? So my thing is, when I look at this Jamal Adams situation, and yes, it's not up to him because it's still up to the agents and these sorts of things. We did give the Jets an offer we gave them a straight up one and they said nah we want more we greedy we are greedy but there's a strategy for those who are out there that's in sales right for those who who sell things sell items there's these things that you got to know there's the indifference approach 
You got to be indifferent. And the Cowboys are coy of that. They just don't know how to be indifferent in a sense. They don't know how to have that, hey, I'm not all into you. Let me repeat. They don't have that, oh, I'm not all into you type of factor. Now, the ladies know that. The ladies out there uh, know that when a guy is pushing, pushing too much, then they kind of back off or they try to get as much as they can to see whether his stones are really his stones. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me know if I'm lying. Shout out to you, Jay, uh, for the $5 holler, man. Keep up the good work. Really appreciate you. No, you keep up the good work, fam. Really appreciate you. But the ladies know. A woman, look, my mom always told me, never be a bagging man nor a whining man. Hmm? Let the AI speak if they want. Keep up the work law. Appreciate you, Jay. Versic. Really appreciate you. A bagging man and a whining man. Let me know if I'm lying, ladies. <laughs> you do not want a bagging man or somebody that's bagging all the time. Oh, please. Unless he Key Sweat. You know, Key Sweat, you know, you know, he, he can bag all night, you know, for the ladies, you know. But collectively speaking, nobody really wants to hear somebody whine and bag all the time. And we collectively, as cowboys, we've been begging. Oh, can we please get this safety? Whoever gets out there free, can we please? And we had the resources to go make the resources, but we don't do it with the resources. And we get mad when we have a Jeff Heath out there missing the tackle, right? So now we want to rob Pete to pay Paul, which is what I'm trying to say, to say, okay, let's go ahead and give up a first. Let's go ahead and give up another first. Let's go ahead and give up a third. Let's go get rid of Michael Gallup. Let's go get a Jamal Adams. That's what I'm hearing. I've seen somebody say, hey, let's let, let Dak Prescott walk. Let's give up a first and a third and a Michael Gallup for Jamal Adams. I'm sitting there like, whoa, I want some of that stuff. That stuff got that John Legend so high. Boy, that stuff will make you go straight to the moon type of stuff. I want some of that stuff. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm flat out for real, Cowboy Nation. Now, it's not Jamal Adams camp that want all of that cash, but the Jets. Look, we got to look at the Jets for who they are. They the bottom half of their particular division, and they haven't won anything in many, many of years. We can say since 95, we didn't do anything. But the Jets, boy, they can say since, boy, they had, what, black and white TVs that was out. They didn't have flat screen TVs at all <laughs> the last time they did anything. Uh, it, it's crazy. The last time, the craziest thing of it all, the last time the Jets did anything, we had Roger Starback as our quarterback. <laughs> oh my goodness and i don't want to hear about the mark sanchez uh run that they had or what have you but what i'm trying to say is that the jets they asking for too much cowboy nation and that is when we go back to the sales philosophy when you act indifferent you say well you know he's really not he's really not our cup of tea mm -mm. We, we we don't need him <laughs> We shouldn't put our name nowhere clear of that because Earl Thomas took the opportunity and he ran with it. We, we remember that story where Earl Thomas, he ran all into the locker room. Come get me. Boy, I, I, I bleed silver and blue. I cry tears, real tears when we lose. <laughs> but it was all a ploy. The brother was about that bag. He was about that paper. He was about trying to jump into that bag and hop out of it with some money. Remunizations for the nation. Hmm? 
Let me know where I'm lying at, Trey. <laughs> shout out to you, man. <laughs> Jonathan Durbin. Lance, shout out to you, man, over there on the Facebook groove. And everybody that's Eddie Cruz, man, really appreciate you on the uh, YouTube. But but let me know where I'm lying, you know. <laughs> it, it's the same storyline that never ends. They utilize the Dallas Cowboys as, hey, that's going to be the giddy organization right there. That's going to be the girl that all you got to do is wave a few hundreds and she's going to be like, oh, I'm all in. Oh, he paid me a little attention. Oh, I can't wait to drop in his whip. Hmm. Oh, he got rims and shiny things. Oh, <laughs> he don't have to. Look, when he jump into the car, you know, he don't even have to turn the key. It automatically cranks up when he jumps in. And it says, hello, law. That's the type of car and that's the type of person that I want to be with. You know, that is what is going on with this situation. News. Here it is on the gram. And shout out to the star coverage, man. Shout out to them. They always posting good stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Great stuff over there. Uh, it says news. Jamal Adams have a list of teams where he want to and need immediate attentions. You know what I'm saying? He won't need an immediate extension. I'm sorry. I can't read tonight. It's late. You know, he said he won't need immediate extension, meaning that he would not demand, hey, I want all of the paper. Just give me go. Let me go to the Ravens. Let me go to the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Chiefs was on that list. I think somebody else was on that list. It was all prominent teams that close or going to the Super Bowl or what have you or pretenders or contenders, however you want to put it, uh, for the uh, Super Bowl run. You know, it, it's cool and all, you know, the, the the old mantra of the new era where it's, hey, go, let me go to the team that's winning so I can win me a, a ring. You know, I think LeBron, get down, James started that trend. Like, let me go to a team where I know for sure I can get me at least some hardware before I retire and hang up my cleats type of stuff or, or put my jerseys up, you know, which is cool, you know. Trust me, I, I if I played football in the National Football League, Trust me, I'll be, <laughs> it, it won't be a team that I wouldn't say that I wouldn't try to counter leverage with, with the Dallas Cowboys, right? I'll say, man, you know, y'all got me playing over here in 49ers land. But, but, but you know, with my contract up, can you hit up Jerry, you know? Can you hit up Jerry Wayne? That would be my angle. Uh, Cowboys was uh, number two on Adam's list. This is from Trey. Yeah, I believe the the Ravens were number one, Trey. <laughs> That's funny, ain't? Hey, it would be crazy. It would be crazy if Jamal goes to the to the Ravens because he will be following the footsteps of what Earl Thomas did. Let me repeat: he will be following the footsteps of Earl Thomas. And trust me, as much as a lot of you guys like Jamal Adams, he's no Earl Thomas. I can tell you that you can book that he's no Earl Thomas. And even at the age of Earl Thomas, yes, he's long in the tooth now. But at the age frame, he's no Earl Thomas. Now, Jamal Adams, he's cool. I love his skill set. I love the fact that he can play around the box and he can be utilized as a hybrid type of linebacker. And I think that he got some range on him. And what the cow Cowboys would ask for him to do is to play or fill in that void of a strong safety, which would be nice. It would be nice. It would be good. 
it will be flat out good. Nevertheless, he plays for the New York Jets or New Jersey Jets, wherever they located at. That's the team that Jamal Adams played for. And he got to use his leverage thing. I'm going to read some of your comments uh, over here. Um, Joseph Yancey says, Jamal Adams, nah, not worth it. <clears throat> I feel you. Glenn, what's good with you? said, I think we can do well without him. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, for the record, for the record, because I, I know that a lot of people, shout out to you, KMT. Uh, I, I know a lot of people would sit back and say, well, law, haven't we been missing that piece, that one piece for the safety position? Have we, do we really need to just go all in for that one piece? Because he would really, he would really put us right into the Super Bowl. We wouldn't even have to play the regular season. We would not even have to play the uh, the playoffs or anything. We put Jamal Adams on his team. We'll have a Pro Bowl le- uh, player on every level. Now, I, I can agree that Jamal will bring that type of temperaments. I also I have to say this though I have to say this with you guys no team is one player away like that Mm-mm. it takes a unity it takes the ability it takes unification it takes also I said that twice but I want you guys to understand that right unification unity it takes that and it takes 16 weeks 17 weeks 18 whatever weeks we're going to play for us to be on the same page uh, the, the craziest thing of it all <clears throat> is we can look at this thing and say, yeah, he'll be worth every grain of salt. But the Jets know that. So the Jets not going to say, OK, here's the first. Here's your Super Bowl, Cowboys. No, they're going to say, OK, we're going to hold you at King's Ransom. We want a first two first maybe or first a gallop, you know, or we want a conditional first. We want we want some stuff. We want to be groundbreaking. Teams are scared to trade with the Cowboys. Why, Law? Because the media, the media, boy, they don't want to be Herschel Walker in this thing, right? They don't want that 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 action. Let me know if I'm lying. <laughs> they don't want uh, that Herschel Walker situation. Uh, just look over here. This, this is what I posted the other day. Uh, the NFL, and this is a different topic, but I just want to let you guys know where I'm coming from. The NFL will not suspend Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard, who was arrested in late December on charges of domestic violence involving his fiancée. All right. The state dis- dismissed the charges pretty much in February and the league has decided no disciplinary action will be forthcoming. All right. So we have here an actual arrest, meaning that you can go to what what city or state they was in at the time this happened. Uh, Was was it, was it, what was it? Was it, I guess it was in Florida. You can go to Florida and go to there because this is all public records and type in Xavier Howard's information and you will see an arrest for him for that particular incident. Nevertheless, you can go through all of the states in the United States of America and type in Ezekiel Elliott. You would not find an arrest paperwork on him. The kid never been arrested. 
Yeah, knock on wood. However, Kia Roberts, the investigations for the nation who investigated everything, says she sees no fault in the man. But nevertheless, this brother gets suspended for six weeks. And then it's on again, off again, on again, off again. Ezekiel had never been the same since then. Let me repeat, Ezekiel Elliott never been the same since he'd been suspended. He don't even look the same. He came in as a, as a brother, happy-go-lucky, brought in a lot of energy. Y'all remember or recall a play that didn't happen right? He ran out there to the defense, got the defense all riled up, ready. I mean, he was that type of guy that really put everything on his shoulder. And he came in sitting in there saying, sitting there saying to himself, who is, the, who is the biggest, who is the baddest safety that been playing for that time frame? What was his name? Uh, he played for the Seattle Sea Chickens. I forgot his name. But he said, I'm going to go toe-to-toe with you. Let me, know, let me know of his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name. Big boy. Played for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, he just, just leveled the boom. He got up and said, man, young rookie, boy, you dropped that head down on me. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is that, the moment the Jets pull the trigger and say, okay, Dallas, which would be right, in my opinion, a straight up first would be rightfully so, for, in my opinion. Uh, Cam Chancellor, appreciate you, Lance Bell, man, getting a senior moment over here. So Cam Chancellor, he wasn't worried about Cam. Oh, Cam. He wasn't worried about Cam Chancellor. He was like, okay, Cam, I'm going to bring you all of that heat action and I'm going to bring it all to the table for you and I'm not going to fold like a wallet or a lawn chair. That's Ezekiel Elliott. He had not been that Ezekiel Elliott since then. He had not been the Ezekiel Elliott that played around and, and was the happy-go-lucky throwing candy in the locker room since his rookie year, since that suspension. And it's <laughs> just what it is. Nevertheless, I hope the kid can make a comeback you know, sometimes, like, like I always say, when the, oppre- when the oppressions, when the enemy, when the trials and the tribulations, when the pains and the, and the heartaches of this world fall on your shoulders, fall on your head, shake it off and stand on top of it, right? Try to land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. You got to have that mentality. All right, so this is Bleacher Report. Star Safety Jamal Adam has requested a trade from the Jets per, uh, I guess, this guy, Richie. Rich. Uh, Kimmy, my thing is, is like I said before, with this jet situation, they want a king's ransom. They want too much coins. They looking at it like, look, we're going to we're going to let Jamal Adams be angry and upset. We're going to let him throw some furniture around. We're going to let him know that we still value you. We still care about you. We, we, we love you, Jamal. <laughs> but we're we going to try to squeeze another organization for two first-round draft picks. And we're going to have that other organization to pay him top, top safety money. And that's just how it goes. Uh, Clowney got an offer from the Browns for $15 million for one year. This is from Jonathan. Yeah, and I think Clowney turned that money down, right? I think he did. I think he said, you know what? I, I don't care about, you know, playing for the for the Browns for crying out loud. I, I want I want that that big, big, big type of money uh, somewhere else. I want that big money somewhere else. 
Uh, let me see what we have over here, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, that was preseason rookie year. Yeah, yeah, it was preseason. Re really appreciate you, Jordan K. Uh, Jamal wants out. Not mad at him. His contract is not nothing to sneeze at, though. This is from Sandman213. Really appreciate you. Natasha says uh, Zeke case was a week-by-week -week case, and it went almost the uh, whole season before they actually got suspended, before, before he actually got suspended. Uh, would wear anybody down and then this contract yeah i mean whew, can you imagine and, and natasha spit nothing but the truth over there really appreciate you natasha uh can you imagine that like 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 for real let's just pump the brakes a little bit let's be real right let's be real with it let's say we live in a land where's everything is fair where's everybody look at everything the right way you know, I mean, innocent until proven guilty. Right. You know, uh, and if they actually when they did the research, when they did all of those things, can you imagine Ezekiel Elliott without all of those? Uh, hey, he's going to be suspended. He's not going to be suspended. Domestic violence is very terrible. It's horrible. You know. It's only horrible if, if it happened in Dallas, right? <laughs> Anywhere else, you can punch a lady, lock her up in a, uh, a hotel room or what have you. You get suspended for one game. <laughs> and you could be a kicker, and I guess that doesn't really count as being a domestic violence or what have you. Nevertheless, you look at that situation, and you move forward, and you never suspend Ezekiel. You use that momentum coming in from 2016, rolling into 2017. You pull all of that momentum in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then you carry that momentum. Look, football is about momentum. It's about stacking good plays upon good plays. It is. We. It is. Gallup, Gallup and trade deals for Adam. I'm not feeling this is from Kerry Tigo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would not feel that at all. That would be the craziest thing in life to do. <laughs> Just from a positional value at at best, safety for a wide receiver. That that would not be the cup of tea that we would like to drink. That would not be. I, I cannot just put my mind or wrap my mind around us drinking that type of tea. It, it would not taste great. I promise you it won't because I think that Michael Gallup for what it's worth, he is a, um, a guy that that's growing and he's always a guy that's developing Uh Philip Philly notion. Really appreciate you. Uh, he calls us cow pups. <laughs> shout out to you, Philly notion, man, you know, shout out to you, bro. But last I checked, those Eagles, they still looking up. You know, this is the craziest thing. They got all, we gave them all of this, this head start, gave them 25 years and they still haven't caught up. That's the craziest thing of it all, right? That That is flat out crazy. Um, my thing is with everything is this right here. And I'm going to go over this again. When you are a salesman, you got to enable the indifferences now they have another thing in sales where is this called the the jones effect and it's quite funny that jerry wayne jones is <laughs> his last name is jones but they got a jones effect meaning that you want to keep up with the joneses right and um we already 
we already set the pace. There's nobody that you have to say to the Cowboys that they got to keep up with the Joneses. No, we are the Joneses. <laughs> Matter of fact, teams are looking at how can they be like the Dallas Cowboys. Everything that people love, we got a donation to come into the house, man. I really appreciate you. Really appreciate you, Philly Notion. Uh, stay breath. <laughs> 2020 division champs. Ah, okay, okay. Thou shall decree a thing and it shall be established, Philly, huh? Philly Notion. The word notion means ideal. So he have a Philly ideal. Uh, let me see what we have here. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines for everybody, man. Speak your mind. 682-214-4087. Uh, I want to know what's on your mental about this Jamal Adams, about Ezekiel Elliott, about Dak Prescott. Should he get his bag? Should he hop in the bag? Should he hop out of the bag? Should they just pass on from the bag? What do you guys think about that? And um, what the ideal, what is the ideal of this Jamal Adams? I know that he's dynamic, all pro. He's one of the guys that can get you sacks or what have you. We see that intimidation factor. Remember playing that, that particular position. You got to be able to hit, and he can bring some cover action to the, to the field. But all of that good stuff is good, but is it too good, right? Is it too much money? Hey, they say you got to pay to get in. You know, I, I went out there to Miami about three, four years ago. It was a brush trip, you know. Me and my brothers, we went out there, we was kicking it, and we wanted to get into this club called Club Live. Man, and they said in that particular building, Lil Wayne, he stayed up on the top floor. And let me let me answer this phone right here. 602, what's new? Well, let me finish talking about Club Live. Club Live was a type of club that you had to have long money. Money longer than shack feet. That's how long your money was, right? You got to have it like that. But they had this other spot called the Blue Lounge, what have you, at the bottom floor. And that place was jumping. But the whole time, although the Blue Lounge, or the, or the lounge, I forgot the name of it, but the lounge was cool down there, Miami. It was cool. You know, he had some good people in there. 681, you the one. What's good? Hey, Law, how you doing? Oh, it's your world. Talk to me. Man, I'll be honest with you. I think that uh, this is going to sound crazy, but mm -hmm. uh, I would go for if, if, if Dak keeps up uh, the high price, which I don't think he will, but uh, I would make a move with, with Dak, try to get Jamal. If that doesn't happen, uh, if Dak will take – I wouldn't say a hometown discount, but a reasonable price. Keep him, and uh, I would just stay pat. But if if Dak if Dak if, if Dak's going to want to shake things up, I would just go ahead and just try to try to make a few moves, you know. And uh, so, look so so explain to me. Most, most you, you, you're basically teams, saying you're basically saying let Dak walk, right? Because he's asking well, for it, too much money. I think yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, football's a team sport. And, and, and when you're asking that kind of money, you don't have money to pay other players. It's that simple. I mean, you can look at it however you want to try to say, you know, the man's trying to get paid. I mean, you can't blame him for that. But football's a team sport, and you got to have team players around you, and you got to have good players around you. So if you're about winning, you got to make a deal. You can't you can't hold people's feet to the fire and try to get max max dollars just because 
let's be honest, he's in the limelight. He's not a max player by 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 any stretch of the imagination. He's not. He's not. I mean, he's got good numbers, but he's not Tom Brady. So. Okay, so so by him not being a Tom Brady, and although his numbers for the first four years trumps Tom Brady's numbers for his first four years, and I know it's a different era, but even within the confines from 2016 to now, Dak Prescott numbers are pretty much in the same wheelhouse of a Tom Brady. Now, with, with those two statements there, are you willing to say, okay, I'm going to get rid of Dak Prescott and I'm going to insert Andy Dalton to be this guy to take us to the promised land to get a Jamal Adams? Here again, ideal. That's 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 if you want. If, that's if you're going to get crazy. You know what I mean. But ideally, you want to stay pat. But uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to move with something. I mean, if he's going to sit out, I mean, he's going to sit out. No, I, I don't you know? think the Cowboys will allow Dak Prescott to sit out. I, I think that he's so valuable in a sense because it's it's multiple ways where they can look at it. I think that deadline makes deals. I think that either Dak Prescott get this he was signed to thirty five million dollars that's on the table and go to five years, or he was signed the thirty one million dollar franchise tag and play off of that. So it's going to be one of the two. Now I suggest Dak Prescott to sign the thirty five million for five years, what have you, $110 million, if that's the valuable contract that they got on the table. I suggest him to do that. Nevertheless, yeah. we we don't know. But my thing is, I'm not friend to play Russian roulette with a quarterback that won me 40 games, and uh, and that's, that was with Jason Garrett as the head coach. I feel you there. That okay. Well, I mean, you took my steam away on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you kind of let the air out of ourselves because we put that reality back to the mix. Must have like Jason is a person. I think it just he just didn't bring the best out of players. We all he didn't. <laughs> he didn't, man. But I appreciate you. But, Thank anyway, you for calling in, man. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, really man. do. Have a good one. You as well. Yeah, I, I just can't live with myself getting rid of a quarterback that won 40 games and, and, and with Jason Garrett, you know, I just can't do it. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, Dak Prescott can reinvent bread, you know, and slice it for you and, and say, yes, he's the best thing since sliced bread. I just don't want to live in that world. If the Cowboys wanted to do that, I would have been all in on it. Because trust me, I knew the Cowboys existed before Dak Prescott was ever thought about being born. You know, nevertheless, <laughs> I can say this, though. If the Cowboys wanted to go that angle, they should never, ever, ever, ever sign him on the franchise tag to hold him there in the first place. They should have figured out a way to let him test the market, see what his value was or is, or put that other tender on him, meaning that, hey, in order for you to entertain the the, the notion of signing Dak Prescott, give me two first-round draft picks. They, they should have did something like that, you know, opposed to uh, being coy with it and, and, and wait this thing all the way out and you have the divided fan base. Is ways to work around this. It's ways to work around this. Or you could have approached Dak Prescott at the end of, let me see, three, two, one. You the one. What's good? You live. 
Hey, Law, what's up, man? Hey, you, you, you already know, man. Talk to me. Look, man, all I got to say is this. I want Dak to be paid because Dak deserves to get paid. He's been low-balled his whole entire career. People don't know he changed from running back to uh, quarterback in college, so he really is still kind of raw at the position. So you need to give him time to develop. And then with the Jamal Allen whole thing, I feel like this. I feel like they're probably going to go ahead and get him. But if they don't, I mean, I won't be mad. We just going to have to roll with what we have. But if we get him, I don't want to give up Gallup. Mm-hmm. I'll give up a first and a second, but that's about it. The first and the second, and that's about it. Yeah, they, they offered, believe it or not, they gave Jets an offer and said, here's a straight-up one. And the Jets was like, yeah, you know, we, we, we greedy at this point. We want that one. And who did the Jets draft this year in the first round? If you can help me uh, out. They if dropped you know. that tackle out of Louisville, I think it was. Yeah. Makai Beckton. Makai Beckton. Mm, well, we would know in about two or three years whether or not that was a wise choice. And uh, they could have had – the chance and opportunity to get Makai Becton and get C. Darian Lamb, you see? So mm-hmm. so we will see how by them withholding from that last year's first-round draft pick, and we will see how that plays. But they that's the reason why they are the Jets. They are the Jets because they make those type of decisions. They putting too much money on Jamal Adams declaring – two first-round draft pick, and also, hey, throw in a Michael Gallup or two first-round draft picks and, and, and a possible a conditional third or fourth. And trust me, we love Jamal Adams, but not for that high. That's John, that's John Legend money, you know. You know when he was singing that song, So High, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's too yeah. high, man. That's too <laughs> high, man. Make me want to get, make me want to start smoking something, you know. That's too much, man. Exactly. Too exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah, man, that's you know that's all I wanted to go and put my input and in. you know just want to say go Cowboys mm-hmm. nation we live and when the season starts best believe we we taking it this year. Oh yeah, different flavor, man. It's it's just, it's going to be a whole good vibe this year, and we just got to get the season going. You know, everything start falling into place, and then we got this COVID stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Law. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you for calling in. Salute. All right. All right. That was a good call from the three, two, one. You know, I'm objectively listening to everybody. You know, uh, you know, I, I don't try to change nobody' op- opinions of anything. All right. We got us uh, five, one, two. Yeah. yeah. Warm it up, so. Yeah. You know what time it is. Hey, <laughs> Law. We got to talk, brother. It's Philly notion, and we gonna okay. go ahead and talk about this right now, my man. Hey, first off, good work because you rocking it like always. <laughs> but first thing first, your team is hella trash, brother. Hella trash. So how how did you allow team. that to leave your mouth? But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I'm new to this, okay? So first thing first, let me go and put it out there. You know, we 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 started some new work too on the Eagle side. It's all love, but uh-huh. understand first thing first, okay? We already own the division, okay? We own the NFC. We the last teams to be relevant in the NFC. So, you know I got to put it out there for y'all. You know, I love I love your work, but you know y'all's team 
ain't gonna cut it this year. So I'll take my questions. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to you speak. Put your piece nah, out nah, there. No, 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 no. Just don't, don't jump in here and swing some blows and jump out of here, man. Come on, hang with me now. Hold on. He, hey, he brother, gonna... <laughs> I'm here, brother. I'm here. Talk so, to me. So you mean to tell me it's been 25 years. We've been on vacation, chilling, you know. They said that leave that dog alone. That dog been laying on his porch. They said leave that dog alone. And you going to come over here with the biggest stick you can find and hit this dog. And on top of that, within the confines of 25 years, you only got one. What's up with that notion, the ideal of Philly? Listen, it's a new movement. It's a new era. The Eagles are taking over. Y'all are old and dusty. Those old five (laughs) rings, look, you know, half the population, I don't know, you know, I can't tell these kids. They ain't seen no Super Bowl ring. They ain't seen it. Where's it been at, law? The Eagles have taken over. We are in here. Fly, Eagles, fly, brother. You don't believe all of that you said. Look, put it like this. <laughs> we It's been 13 years. You know, have you ever seen the movie 12 Years of Slavery? You know, this been 13 years with Jason Gary, three being the offensive coordinator, 10 him being the head coach. It's equivalent to you guys having Chip Kelly for 10 years. Can you imagine having Chip Kelly for 10 years and you still couldn't beat the Dallas Cowboys like that? You know, I mean, that's, that's crazy, right? I mean, within the same confines of this particular team since 2016, yes, you guys won one, but you got rid of the only quarterback to ever win you the Super Bowl. How do you like that? Hey, we know Carson set the run-up. There's no, you know, we understand. We we know the value of Nick Foles. He got us the ring, but Carson set it up. And then on top of that, my question also is, how are y'all supposed to make all this noise this year when y'all have a new coach, new defensive coach, I believe, no off season? Where's that add up to any kind of being any type of success this year? I don't think so. I think the Giants might get second. That's my hot take. You know what time it is, love. <laughs> Man, goodbye, man. No way, no way you feeling that, oh, okay, the team that folded up like a lawn chair in the playoff against the Seattle Sea Chickens, who we beat, by the way, when we played them in the playoff with a, with a busted-up team, and we were able to win. But all of a sudden, you sitting there saying that, hey, Carson Wentz, he set the table. Pretty much what he did was he, he bought the hotel room, <laughs> he, he he went and got the ice and he said you know what he got the ladies to come there or what have you and then he said you know i'm just gonna leave my card key under the under the under the door there for nick Foles. you go ahead and make it happen because i set the room up you try to give the man credit next time you see carson let me know if you see that super bowl ring on his fingers let me know Right on, brother. Look, I ain't going to take your time off, man. I know you're doing your thing, man. Keep up the good work. Hopefully we'll talk soon, but you already know, man. Fly, Eagles, fly. Brother, keep it up. Oh, my goodness, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for calling in, bro. Salute. Always, brother. Salute. Philly notion, man. The ideal of Philly. Philly ideal, huh? Can you guys believe that he's saying that Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz set it up. You know, he, he went and bought all of the drinks for his boys. You know, <laughs> hey, 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 send, send some over there. 
Send something over there to table five. Well, you know what I mean? Four, six, nine, what's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, Law Nation? What's good with you, man? Talk to me. Okay, uh, first of all, for the for the, the Eagles fan that that, that, that called, um, first of all, since y'all are like one of like the oldest league in the nation, I mean, y'all got one ring out of your whole – I mean, come on now. One. I mean, you could at least say – One, bro. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. I, I, I get I, – I, I get what he's saying, talking about like, oh, you know, five rings, that's an old bro. Y'all like one of the oldest Eagles. Y'all like one of the oldest teams in mm-hmm. like NFL history, and y'all got one ring, bro. Come yeah. on. Hey, Stop. have you have you ever played any of those fighting games? You know, you, you know, you got to fight. You know, got to fight. Start off with the little people first. You know, and then you yeah. beat your way up, and then you then you finally right. get to Bison, or you finally get to Shere Khan, whoever. You know, the the boss at the end, right? Right. <sighs> I would think that the Philadelphia Eagles should be all on the Redskins right now because even if they win a Super Bowl next year, they will still be looking up to the Redskins. So they got to get the – first of all, they got to learn how to count. They got to get the numbers together and say, okay, instead of going for the number one dog, the big dog that's on the porch just chilling, you know, we in the shade, we we just chilling. For 25 years, nobody caught up with us yet. The the Giants, they kind of, you know, they knocking at the door. Exactly. And, and yeah. uh, you know what, though? Okay, talk about the Eagles. So the Eagles want to say, oh, Dak ain't your guy, Dak's trash or whatever. Okay, that's <laughs> like a fourth-rounder trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? Carson Wentz was our first-rounder. He never gave y'all nothing. Nick mm-hmm. Foles had to give it to y'all, bro. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. It's disrespectful. Anyways, what I wanted to tell you was what I honestly think, okay, Dak, I mean, because I know I'm not, I'm not trying to take it a lot of your time. So no, you good. for Dak – the most I would pay him, I mean, yes, he deserves it, but he does not deserve what he's asking for. So what I would pay him mostly a year is $37 million a year. That's the most I would pay him a year. He has deserved it. He has he has been reliable. But, I mean, still, I mean, there has been some moments where he has, like, disappointed me, but then there, ha- there has been moments where he wowed me. But True. he's no Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is going to get $40 million. He's not Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? But Dak's still my boy, though, so the most I'd give him is $37 million, man. Mm-hmm. And then for uh, Jamal Adams, the most, I, the most I'd give Jamal Adams, I mean, I, I would offer Anthony Brown, Xavier Woods, plus a first round. I think that's a fair trade. Anthony Brown, Xavier Woods, and I mean, if you think about it, we, 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 we already got ha-ha Clinton Diggs, and then we already got, I mean, if we traded that for Jamal Adams, so where would Xavier Woods fit? He would be on the sideline asking for playing time, but you're not going to start Xavier Woods over Jamal Adams, and then Ha-Ha Clint Dix is the next best safety next to Jamal Adams. Logic- so, I mean, logically, I- you're making sense with that, you know, with that particular move for action. Xavier Woods, Anthony Brown in a first. Because, okay, Anthony Brown, because, I mean, we we already have Trevon Diggs, which I, which I think he's going to start. We got Jamal, I mean, I was uh, – Jordan Lewis, we have Chido Wuzier, so we're covered with the corners. Uh, we're, I mean, I, I, I mean, we're not the elite at safety, but we have some debt, so I would think, you know, somebody has to kick the bucket for Jamal Adams because I know you're going to call, I know you're going to start Jamal Adams. So think about it, Haha, Dix, Jamal Adams. I mean, come on, that's like the best safety duo. I mean, one of them at least. Yeah, it could be situation where is they they probably just want Xavier Woods and and uh, and uh, in the first. So 
because they probably don't want to pay the three mil, you know, whatever contract is left on Anthony Brown's contract. I don't know, man. It, it's yeah. one of those things, sneaky. It, it, it could be, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I want people to try to create that type of basketball type of trade and put the best yeah. one down in the comment box. So I could just just so I can do some mind stuff to my mind, you know. You know what I mean? You know. So yeah, uh, yeah. We, we can have a basketball type of trade, you know. Uh, and I can entertain it a little bit, but that would just be, you know, not actual because I don't think that the I think the Jets they they are the Jets for a reason, right? They they gonna want some crazy stuff to happen, you know. That's right. How I look actually, at it. actually, whenever we play the Jets, I don't know why we made them look so good, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. So one, so one last question before I go. Why have the Cowboys have not signed St. Griffin? I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, we could use him. Yeah, I think it's an overall thing that we are missing, and I think that the NFL, I think Everson Griffin, I have to do my homework on this. I think he made a statement that he's hooked on some type of, uh, you know, elements. You know, he got some, uh, some, some, some demons that he's trying to overcome. And oh, I think that okay. people are kind of shying that. away from that. I think that it came out mm-hmm. at the wrong time for him. And especially due to this this COVID and a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of times with those right. older guys, like a veteran, they want to bring them mm-hmm. in for a cup of coffee before they, you know, sign off on, on, on the full deal. So that could be a situation. Right. Yeah. So do you think it's probably something like that we don't know that they know type of thing? It could be. Now, the best place for him, believe it or not, and I look at the whole landscape, is the Dallas Cowboys because he knows the uh, positional coach, uh, uh, Coach Edwards. You know, He knows them. So I think he will fit right on in with this particular system. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, Law Nation. Well, appreciate it for your time. I mean, those are my thoughts, and I appreciate it, man. Salute, bro. Appreciate you. Salute. All right, no problem. Yeah, four six nine. Man, put your name down in the comment box. Man, I forgot to grab your name, uh, or you probably said it and I slipped my mind. Nine seven two. Ah, man, put your name down. Yeah, what's going on? Yo, what's up, Live Nation? It's your world. It's your world. Talk to me. Hey, what's up, man? How's your night going? Hope, hope everything's good. Hope you're having a blessed day, blessed night as well. Man, but uh, I'm just gonna. Just gonna, just gonna talk about some Dak and then the Jamal Al trades. Okay. And then about that trash those Eagles as well. <laughs> so first, to the Eagles fan, <laughs> when was the last time Carson's went and beat the Cowboys except for last year? And I'll mm. say we gave him that game because honestly, mm. I really feel that um, that season last year was more of a fluke that we needed in order to move on from our, the era we were in. You know, from Jason Garrett mm-hmm. and everything. We we just needed a, you know, that restart when whenever you're, when I was a kid, you had a, man, this this ain't working no more. You got to restart the game. Got to reset it. It's a fresh new thing. That's that's what I feel. And that's what, that was last year. We knew the, the writing was on the, the end of the wall for Jason Garrett for the mm-hmm. most part. So other than that, I don't think the Eagles can beat the Cowboys at all. You know? Secondly, yeah. Th- yeah. Dak Prescott is so underrated for not not only for his um composure inside the NFL how, how he's handled anything everything is I just feel like there's a more level to him for it to be unlocked and I just take it as film that you know throwing on the run Patrick Patrick Mahomes is the 
master of throwing on the run, if I say so. Oh, yeah. But I, that boy bad. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's bad. And I would say Russell Wilson, but I feel that can compete with them. The only thing, like I said in the past, is we never use his legs and throwing on the run or set a place for him. Never. Mm-hmm. I always seen him just get a shotgun pass. Or straight up under, not no, not one play I've seen him. And when we when we did utilize it the first two weeks from the 2019, we never went back to it. Yeah. Jason Garrett is like, not nah, it's my team. I'm gonna run the ball. <laughs> yeah. We do what uh, we I mean, do best. That's what he says. You know, we do what we do best, whether it's on the moon or in the parking lot, wherever. You know. So. <laughs> and, and that's my yeah. that's my final point. I feel this Dallas team has been built from the ground like you can talk everyone can talk bad about all the teams there that they have and or that you know you know everybody wants to be the cowboys because they hate to be us because we mm-hmm. even though we not might have the most success we have most one of the greatest rosters that we have put together and most other teams would die for this roster who 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 do you think would want this roster as we speak i know i know cleveland Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. the Jets. Yeah, I mean we we do we do have a legitimate uh, uh, deal with our with our team, and and I can see where people are saying where where is the Philly notion when he called in he was talking about well there was no off season training objectively looking at it yeah you can say that but I, I kind of liken this to the uh, Golden State Warriors team you remember that team. When, when when my dog Mark Jackson was coaching that team, and all they did was change out the coach basically, and put in Steve Kerr, and then move some things around, and it just hit like wildfire for him. Right, everything was on point. And uh, I just think that with a new coaching philosophy, with a new coaching style, and, and football stuff, this team will be better. Exactly, law. And like I said, I got three number ones I can throw to. I got mm-hmm. two running backs that can, you know, slip and slide, and they can run it up your mouth anytime. Mm-hmm. I got a tight end that can get some yak yards. Then I got some defensive tackles that can cause chaos up the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're little we're literally building up for success. The only thing I'm missing is that this is the fact I will give with Jamal Adams is I truly feel like we are missing the true safety, but I don't think Jamal Adams is it. I feel like if we had a shot at Earl Thomas, I would go for that because he's a ball yeah. hawk and oh he's a hard God. hitter. Yeah. But I don't think Jamal Adams would fit to the ball hawk, ball hawk mentality that we're after. Like I said, um, Vodge made a clear point with too. He's a good box safety in the film, but you know, or actually great box safety. But I don't see much for him as in in his last career or anything. I think he's only had two interceptions. Am I correct? Yeah, I think he had. He's he's not he's not that guy that's going to get multiple interceptions. But that six fumble and he had last year, and, and when he ripped the ball away from either it was Eli or the other young quarterback that's over there now, uh, he just snatched the ball out of his hand, and he's, I call it rip six. You know, he just ripped the ball away from him and uh, scored the uh, touchdown. That just he he's nasty with it now. <laughs> oh yeah he's good yeah yeah but I'm, I'm more of the fan of like the honey badger you know i'm more of the fan like the, the the roman guy look you know what this is what i want people to do you remember i always say coaches coach right coaches elevate players they, they bring them up to the to the point where you say man how this guy got on the team i want people to look up anthony harris you know you know you ever heard of him 
No, negative. Negative. Okay, he was drafted in like the sixth, the fifth or the sixth round for the Minnesota Vikings, and he's a safety there. I I like the way he played and fly out to the ball. I mean, the kid does a wonderful thing. He had six interceptions, I believe, Yeah, I'll take year. a 31-year-old Earl Thomas over a 24-year-old Jamal Adams. Love the show, by the way, Law. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you, Bright. Uh, he says uh, he made a donation. He said, yeah, I'll take a 31-year-old Earl Thomas over a 24-year-old Jamal Adams. Uh, I don't know about, you know, that aspect of it, I think people would take a Earl Thomas because he's not demanding a, a two firsts and in a third, what have you. You know, you know what I'm saying, fam. Yes, exactly. And I'll leave I'll leave it to the last point because I know you got some other callers. Um, coaching does matter, and the movie that does prove it because I know everybody watches football. Yeah, a great movie too that watches if you remember the Titans. Oh yeah. When that when that coach coaches up for them to be men. That's mm-hmm. when everything changes. And I feel mm-hmm. like Mike McCarthy will bring that light to the fire to these men because mm-hmm. I feel like Jason Garrett was, all right, guys, we're comfortable. You know, we're comfortable in this water. We're, we're, we're okay, you know, swimming mm-hmm. with the fish. But nah, yeah. they, they didn't want to swim with the sharks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel Mike McCarthy's like, nah, if we want to be with the sharks, we got to go after them. Like J- Jimmy Johnson said, there's an old saying that he used to say, if you want to go against a gorilla, you got to hit him right in the mouth. Hit him right in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. you're speaking some good stuff, fam. Uh, what's your name again? Uh, Carlos, man. Carlos. Yep. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for calling in. No problem. You, you have a great night. Peace. You as well. Salute. 972 Carlos, man. He's speaking some truth over here. Shout out to you, Bright, man. Thank you so much for the donation to help elevate the nation. Uh, yeah, both guys are great. You know, Earl Thomas and A. Jamal Adams. Uh, and I feel what you're saying. Yeah, you would take the 31 year old Earl Thomas over Jamal um, because of the, the skill set that he brings to the table uh, as it relates to playing out in space. And then he can come down and give you some box action, far as from a tangible aspect of it. Jamal is more of a guy that's in. We know he can play that, but he haven't played that. We know he can play out in space, but he have not played out in space because that's not what the Jets asked him to do. Um, But look up Anthony, man. Y'all look up Anthony. Y'all look up Justin Simmons. Those two dogs right there is safety. I know that they're not available, but they can bring a lot to the table. I think Justin Simmons was drafted in the third, and he played for the Denver Broncos. And uh, the craziest thing of it all, Darian Thompson was drafted before Justin Simmons. Let me repeat, Darian Thompson was drafted before a Justin Simmons, before Anthony Harris. You know, I think I'm saying the guy named right. Y'all help me out. Is his name Anthony Harris that played for the for the Vikings? And the, and the kid flies up to the ball, hit well, coverage he puts you in a situation where you got to think before you throw, got great range, good anticipation, and he's aggressive. I think that this coaching staff can elevate a guy that's similar in trait, and I'm saying this casually, a Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson only knock was he's too aggressive. How can that be a knock? You know, they say he's too aggressive. I love that. You know, you put a wild animal out of the cage, and he's just going to just be trying to look for stuff to eat. And I think that that's what Donovan Wilson will be this year. He's going to be that wild animal that's going to be out of the cage, cage, and he's going to pursue and fly to the ball. Don't sleep on Donovan Wilson. Do not write him off so quickly. 
remember this there's always positional battles during the offseason and there's always hey oh wow how did this guy beat out that guy so don't sleep on the reggie robertson's of the world don't sleep on dower worley don't sleep on the worldies you know and don't sleep on donovan wilson look let's not be so giddy about this jamal adams situation and we don't look at what we have on the table Understand this, Cowboy Nation. Coach is coach. Like he said, uh, uh, th- th- that movie, Remember the Titans, you know, uh, also Co- Coach Carter. Look at those movies, man. Look at how, and based off of true stories, by the way, look how coaches can walk into a room and elevate. We'll be sitting here looking at it like this, man. Donovan Wilson, he may not be uh, an Earl Thomas. He may not ever be a Jamal Adams but you can might look at him and be like, man, his story is similar to a Justin Simmons or his story is similar to an Anthony Harris. You know, so it, it can go both ways, Cowboy Nation. And I do know that a lot of people say, hey, law, what about Jeff Heath? You remember when he was here? You know, <laughs> that's a story of a different day. Right. Uh, Jamal Adams will look good with this uh, with the Ravens. Uh, this is from Jonathan Durbin. Yeah, he he look nasty with the Ravens, right? Ooh, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy situation with the Ravens, and it, it seems like that's what the Ravens will probably do. Believe it or not. Jay Farm, what's good with you, man? Shout out to you, man. Thank you so much for tuning in to the nation. Uh, too aggressive. They mean bad angles. Miss uh, missing assignment is from Ali Abba. Yeah, he he he. He pursued to the ball <laughs> and he take bad angles when he tackle. That was on his scouting report. You've been reading his scouting report. Uh, but people elevate. People uh, can change from those type of situations. And I think that he's great out in space. And I think that he can horn in. Coaches can get him to horn in and play some disciplined football because one can argue that we didn't play a lot of disciplined football. If he's playing on that fourth side, hey, come down and crack when you see uh, this particular running back scooping out to the edge. Force and squeeze him out. If you secure the cutback lane, don't over-pursuit and chase. Just because you see the lane and alleyway there, that linebacker got to fill the hole first. You're supposed to secure, secure the cutback lane. Let's sit right there in that position, wait, until wait until that that tackle pull when he gets up then you can come down and secure come down and feel there's so many kids out there that's scared to come down and feel i know i know you don't want to come down and feel and crack in on a tackle you know i know that you want to <laughs> you want to turn your back or your number towards the, the tight end but sometimes you got to you got to be able to be disciplined enough to know that if once you come down and take on that tackle and don't be coy, don't be sitting there saying, oh, he's twice the size of me. You come down and fill that hole. You come down and fill that gap. You play with that type of integrity. And I guarantee you a coach that can, that all he does is spit when he talk and he said, well, you missed that assignment. <laughs> or when they when they sit you down in that in that in that film. And they, and they replay that clip over and over again. A lot of people, when we do these film breakdowns, we do that rewind action. 30 times, coach would do it 3,000 times. Saying, why you missed that tackle? Why you missed that tackle? You know for sure that you're supposed to feel right there. Why did you didn't feel that hole? Why you didn't shoot? Why you been too aggressive at that point of attack? But sometimes, and I believe, I believe this. 
I just believe this. Sometimes the players take on the identity of the head coach. Sometimes they may take it lax and they say, well, you know, wada yada woo woo. Yeah, I didn't feel correctly or I missed out on my assignment. I didn't I didn't I didn't come down where I supposed to come at. But how I I, I will live to I will live to see another day. I'm not going anywhere. I'm grandfathered in. Have anybody had one of those old accounts? <laughs> Have you ever had one of those old Sprint phones or old T-Mobile? I call it Terrible Mobile. But if you had one of those old accounts where they had unlimited internet, right? And <laughs> and they come out with a new plan, but you sit back and you say, well, I'm grandfathered in. I got a sponsor on the table. I don't have to change. I don't have to upgrade because, yeah, all of the new people, they got to make those justifications, but I'm grandfathered in because I got the old plan. <laughs> they can't touch. They can't touch my plan. And that is what we had with the Dallas Cowboys. If I can make that analogy stick, let me know if I did. They said, Jeff, people like, man, I'm grandfathered in. I was with this old regime and I know for sure that whatever Chris Richard is talking about, I don't have to do that. Oh, whatever um, Papa Rob Marinelli talking about, I could just go to Jason Garrett. I can go to Jerry Wayne, whatever it was. You know, I'm not pointing the finger only at him, but I'm just using him as an example. <sighs> Shout out to you, young Wilson, man. Really appreciate you. Aloha, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Woods at free safety. Adam at strong safety. Trade Anthony Brown for a first. And uh, this is from the great, uh, greats ENT. Well, We'll see. We'll see. Don't forget about ha-ha, hilarious Clinton Dix. You know, don't forget about him. It's going to be a battle for that free safety role. And don't sleep on Donovan Wilson, right? <laughs> yeah, terrible mobile with Lance Satchel. Man. Really appreciate you. But shout out to your T-Mobile. If y'all looking for somebody, you know, a sponsor splot, splot, you know, I can, you know, <laughs> I can moonwalk back on my statements, you know. <laughs> I'm just playing with y'all. It's still terrible. <laughs> but, Law, I love Jeff Heath. He was a great hitter. This is from Jonathan Durbin. Yeah, I love, man, look. I'm going to say this again. Jeff Heath was a better free safety than he was at strong. I think that he was, when Philip Tanner came on the show, he was saying, like, hey, the people, that the coaching staff that was in the locker room hated the fact that he was getting all of this starting action because they wanted him because they fight for these players. They wanted him to stay on special teams. But by him playing multiple snaps, he couldn't play special teams as much. So so that's how that goes, man. <laughs> all right, so what we got here? We, we went an hour and three minutes. i give you guys a couple more minutes, man. Let me know um, how you guys feel about everything. I'm going to recap. We talked about Dak Prescott. We talked about Jamal Adams, but the but the main conversational piece is Jamal Adams. Would you dabble and uh, swabble in with a Jamal Adams? Is that person can be the end all be all for us? By us picking Jamal Adams, do that give you a free ticket to go straight to the Super Bowl? Are you willing to give up, up two first round draft picks or a first and a third or a first and a second? Are you willing to do those type of things? Or are you willing to give up a Michael Gallup for Jamal Adams? <laughs> uh, yeah, let me see. We got a caller coming in. 910, you in. Nine ten. 
Nine dime. Nine dime. Oh, oh, I, I, I didn't say it right then. What's good with you, fam? What's up, brother? Nothing much, Nah, we man. can't do this. Yeah. We got to fall back on this Jamal Adams, man. Yeah. It's out of cap purgatory. We, we, we already lived that. Mm-hmm. That's what the draft is for. That's what the draft is for. If people trying to give up our, talking about giving up our draft capital mm-hmm. for one person, is this is is Jamal Adams Dion? <laughs> is, is we guaranteed to get one yeah. with him? That's how we got to fall saying. back on that. We ain't paid our quarterback. Uh-huh. We got an old left tackle, and some of the mistakes that three, four years, five years down the line you regret. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't chase it, man. It, it's price is too high. It's too high. Unless he's giving us twelve interceptions. Mm-hmm. Strength in numbers. Man, you preach. Strength in numbers, law. You are. Well, that's my time, brother. Cowboy really Nation, you, y'all man. stay what's up. Yeah, yeah. Nine dimes and put everything on our mind with just some, some good, good flavor for the nation, man. To let everybody sure. know, man, that look. Man, you can't do that, you man. You can't do it. That's, that's why you draft. That's why you draft. That's why you draft. You remember when the, the Buccaneers got Revis? Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened? Oh, and then when Revis went back to the Jets, what happened? Oh, wow. They ain't winning nothing. Mm. Like, we just don't have mad jerseys. So like, yo, you got a Z jersey. You got a, you got a tank jersey. Yeah. Like, nah, you draft a Jamal Adams. Mm. Or draft two or three with hit certain skill sets. Strength in numbers. Yeah. Strength in numbers. Because it's not a guarantee, like, especially if you get hurt. We we've been through the Joy Galloway debacle mm-hmm. law. Yeah. We we we've been through that, man. Oh man, they thought they was one player away from Roy Williams. Oh my god. I, I yeah, that. Roy Williams. And who was who was drafting with Roy Williams? Ed Reed. Oh, next year. The next year we got Terrence Newman. Who was drafted behind Terrence Newman later on? Troy Palomalu. Just think about that. We had the opportunity to have two Hall of Fame safety. Like, you draft, but you got to draft good. Yeah. But if you go out here and give up that capital for Jamal Allen, uh, Adams, and then we go see the Jets mm-hmm. draft a killer at the same position, you're mm-hmm. like, yo, we pay too much. We pay too much. And then we start with that contract, knowing we got to pay that. And we don't have to pay a left tackle soon. Mm, yeah. So at least two years, it, we can't have Tyron go out and then we just fall off at that position. Like, we got to have reinforcements. Like, Cowboy Nation, y'all over here daydreaming, man. Y'all, y'all over here, and like that Philadelphia Eagles fan in the chat line, like, <laughs> dream team, dream team. Yeah. Nah. It's football, bro. Yeah. It's football. Because if Jamal Adams hurt his hamstring <laughs> or some type of way, who are oh, you on trade Xavier Woods for that? So right. then we're like, ah, oh, we back at the we we back at the square one. Yeah. Inexperience, 
back end of our defense. Mm. And for, we play so much nickel, what, he don't be a linebacker? He not be back there in that safety like that. Mm. But unless he can prove he can stop a George Kettle and all these big, tall NFC tight ends, now we got to fall back on that, man. Strength in numbers. Yeah. Man, you you speaking the truth, man. Um, all I can say is <clears throat> if the Cowboys decide to pull the trigger, you and I both will be happy. We, we, you will hear all type of film breakdowns and stuff like that. But uh, I, I just want people to know that this team don't do those type of things. You know, that that, that Amari Cooper was a desperation. It was we, needed like, that, it, we needed we needed that Amari Cooper situation, but they gambled and they know for sure that they was wrong. You know, they said they we're gonna roll out here with our version of the Walmart All Stars, right? <laughs> and yeah. we, we couldn't get it done. It, and all of our wide receivers at the time was like five ten, five nine. You know, everybody was short. Horrible. I mean, Bryce Butler was the tallest guy but, out there, and we see where he he's at now, right? Wide receiver by committee. <laughs> yeah, that was the slogan. The yeah. whole summer. The whole summer. Yeah. Nah, man. That didn't we, work we, out. we are close. We are close. Mm. The depth is everything. Because we've mm. we been through the Sean Lee injuries and we ain't had no depth. Right. You know? We've we been through uh, quarterback injuries and they had no depth. Mm. We've been through that. Nah, you don't gamble your future like that. You'll end up like... The Denver Broncos, man. <laughs> Carolina Panthers. You get you go get one. Yeah. And then then the rest of the years you're in salary cap purgatory. Mm. Or you just suck it. Yeah. Like we we are close, but it, we got a quarterback, fellas. We have to nurture and get that, that bread too before any outside. I'm trying to tell him, you know, pay Dak. Let's get this thing going. Well, no, Cooper came from Oakland. We paid him. <laughs> Lyle College Wave drafted, bro. He got paid twice. <laughs> <laughs> Z only played two and a half years. We paid him. Yeah. Law, I'm, I'm, uh, DeMarcus Lawrence had two great years. We paid him. Yeah. We paid him. Top dog. And he was suspended one time. We mm. paid him. Jalen Smith, we red-shirted this guy, and then he was on one leg the other year. We mm. paid him. Mm. My quarterback, he been in the news, though. He been doing positive stuff. Mm. And y'all still try to find a way to pick him apart. Like, this man ain't won 40 games yeah. with Jason Garrett. With Jason Garrett. 40 games. And Brian Bartis told you how many games we lost because of our coach. <laughs> then wasn't the difference maker. Forty games, man. Yeah. He has beaten multiple Hall of Fames <laughs> at home, on the road. He a big time player. He been playing he he travels well mm. for the most part. As long as he ain't got no vanilla coach. On the side. Okay. Yeah. You know? But Jamal Adams, man, they keep that. Leave that to Bill O'Brien. See, I, we already been through this, man. These trades out of desperation. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, we just don't give up 
two seconds. No, man. You build your team like that. We that second might be our new left tackle in a few years. Man, you're right. That second might be the next Demarcus Lawrence. We gotta get reinforcements. Nine dime, nine dime for y'all. My man, gosh, man. Hey, you speaking some philosophies over here, man. Hey, it's wonderful for you being the last call to close out the nation, man. I I really appreciate you, man, for dropping this information out here for everybody to understand and see. And tangible stuff, too. They can go back and look and touch what you just talked about. This ain't no fairy tale stuff. This ain't no possibilities like, oh, this is dream talk. No, you, you they can actually go back and do their homework and they can see what you're saying. Love the nation. Brother for another mother. Mm. And remember. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you go ahead and say it, man, because you, you got that. And remember, voice. you yeah. listen to the law nation. Oh, my goodness, man. Appreciate you, fam. Salute, bro. Salute, brother. Yeah. Nine dime for your mind, man. Uh, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to this uh, show. Uh, I always say this, man. Uh, we all don't think alike. We all don't look alike. But we love this team, and we want the best for this team. Uh, shout out to the those who made the donations, man. I can't say this enough. Uh, you, with you guys helping support, man, y- y'all, y'all pushing this channel beyond – um and, and I really appreciate everything. Let me see who made the donation earlier. Uh Jerry Hardy, man. Really appreciate you, man. We need Dez to teach Lamb. We'll see, man. Uh if Dez around here in this local area and C D Lamb is still around, you know, uh in, in certain areas, they making show up with each other and show a little thing here and there. Cowboy Nation. Um, let's stay focused, man. Uh, let's not fall into the traps and the pitfalls of life. Uh, let's continue to grind. Uh, for those who out there who support this channel, uh, and not a Cowboys fan, I understand. I understand. Shout out to all of the feet. I about to say Feagles, but the Eagles. I'm gonna say y'all name, man. Philadelphia, uh, and Philly Notion, and and everybody else, man, who uh, jumped in. I seen somebody had Philly special in here, man. <laughs> Eagles Mafia, if there's ever such a thing. But appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, shout out to J Form, always holding it down for me. Uh, Lance Satchel, Dak Attack, uh, my people, my Facebook people, uh, Jimbo, man, really appreciate you. Uh, who else we have? George Willis Jr., the junior in the house, David. Uh, Derek Thomas, man, that, that's a cold-blooded last name. You know, that's my last name, so we might be cousin, man. Keep keep it up over there. Uh, Montgomery, man, really appreciate you. Let's continue to grind, Cowboy Nation. Uh, that's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And you guys know I cannot leave without some fire emojis, some fire thoughts, man. I got to leave y'all with something. But, uh Let's go. Five, four, three, two, eight.
say this all the time, nation. Open up your mind, your heart, soul, and sinew. Let's talk about this. But first and foremost, let me streep up everything. Let me sweep up this thing. Let me tell you guys. Oftentimes we fall into a trap. We fall into the mindset that we we can't be who we are. But there's a certain story of a man named Joseph. He told his brethren, hey, you all are going to bow down to me. They got mad. They got upset. Joseph said, y'all going to bow down to me. And they got so upset because they thought that he was like the favorite of the favorite son. Because before that time frame, he was giving everything to him. But he was the youngest. But he said, y'all going to bow down to me. And they got mad. So they took Joseph and they put him in his pit. And then when they came to go get him, there was the other types of people that pulled him up out of the pit to sell him off to save slavery. Joseph looked back to his brethren and he said, hey, come save me. <laughs> They left him for dead. And it was 25 years, huh? 25 years Joseph was sold to slavery. But he never gave up his dream. He never gave up his passion. He kept his mind straight. He kept his heart on the right things. And I'm going to tell you something. He was able to get out of those pits. He was able to get out of those faults. He was able to get out for those shortcomings. Joseph, you see, was put in a position that was so high. <laughs> the same brothers that threw him to slavery <laughs> had to go down and bow down to him. Huh? Come on. Y'all getting some word now. Huh? They had to bow down to Joseph. <laughs> and Joseph said, for it was not you who sold me into slavery. Ah, uh, for it was God. You see, I suffered, so you guys wouldn't have to suffer. And right now, Cowboy Nation, we've been suffering. We've been going through some things, right? We've been put into that pitfall. We've been sold by the NFL, Roger Goodell. We've been put down by all of the nefarious rules. Oh, all of a sudden, you can't make these type of trades. Oh, all of a sudden, we can't do this and we can't do that. But now it's our time to re-rise back up to the situation and back to where we belong. Because, because even within the confines of 25 years, we have not lost our place. We still on top, huh? We still, we still looking down to everybody, but we not looking down with a malice or a hard pot spot in our heart. We looking down like, yeah, where have y'all been? <laughs> you know, the craziest thing, the craziest thing for out of all of that, the people, the brothers that sold Joseph to slavery. You see, the craziest thing, when people do wrong by you, when they put you down, you recognize them and they can't recognize you when you made it. See, Joseph had to have the bigger heart and said, you know what? Even though you guys sold me into slavery, even though you guys did this to me, for it was not you. You know, he still gave them an ounce of respect. So what I'm trying to say is Cowboy Nation, we on top and we recognize them 
and they can't recognize us. So that's why you got a guy like a Philly Notion that says, hey, what have y'all done in 25 years? Y'all don't have one Super Bowl ring. Y'all don't have like that many Super Bowl we won. But we sitting on top, baby. That's been my time. Let's continue to grind. Let's go. Let's grow. Let's grow this thing. Hit that subscribe button. Share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, phone know where to go. Shout out to everybody. Don't forget to put down where you from. Let's continue to grind, baby. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, God!